0: brothers welcome back to throwing hands the number one mixed martial arts podcast in the world um breck we have returned from the shadow realm daniel is still trapped i've seen daniel he's doing all right breck what do you have to say
1: yeah we've been in the shadow realm for a while um i think it's the one in sent over him to that shadow realm <laughs> but uh like you said uh dan's doing well by all reports, but then again, that could be the false Dan. That could be the Dan that the Pseudo Dan. That could be the Dan that the Shadow Realm is projecting.
0: <laughs> Let's get into some fights, but I'm glad we're back. Um, Roxanne Modaferi versus Taylor Santos. Uh, Roxanne, uh, she's been a little slide as of late. Um, hasn't been looking too hot. Um, and then we got um, Taylor Santos. You know, She's looking to get up into those rankings a little bit, uh, to fight one shrink against, uh, Maya McCann and Jillian Robertson. What's your thoughts on this one real quick?
1: Um, well, if you're betting this one, you probably should bet on Roxanne Montefiore. If you look at her win loss record, she's coming up. She like her last 10 fights. It's like win loss, win loss, win loss, win loss. So that being said, I like, uh, Santos
0: yeah same I like Santos too
1: mataferry is like a good story she's a decent fighter but you know gotta go with the Brazilian always
0: yeah always uh, heavyweight two big boys going at it Shamil Abdul Rakamov versus Chris Docus Chris Docus one of the rising contenders in this heavyweight division fun fact Chris Docus is a police officer in Philadelphia I don't know if you yeah. I don't know if you knew that but you no know Will Chris Dacus bring justice to the table in this fight?
1: I believe so. Um, I haven't seen a... Shamil fight too much. What was his last fight? It's been two years, I think. That's what I'm saying. So uh, I wouldn't remember. That's about when I started getting real hardcore. But
0: Lost to Curtis Blades.
1: 2019, yeah. I mean, if you got KO'd by Curtis Blades... I think Chris Dawkins knocks you out, if I had to guess.
0: Yeah, Chris Dacus' boxing is pretty good. Pretty good. So I, I think I think Chris Dacus will win, and who knows? If
1: it, goes, if it goes to the ground, maybe he won't, but I think they'll keep it standing mostly.
0: Yeah, um, I, th- I think uh, Chris will bring Shamil to justice. Um, then I, I, th- I want to see Dawkins Aspinall. That's what I want to see.
1: That would be a fun one. Although Aspinall is kind of like, maybe he needs a higher-ranked guy. After that. Yeah,
0: Aspinall is a is a different breed, bro. Future champ. For sure. All right. This fight almost didn't happen. I have no idea how it is happening. So let me give you the rundown. Dan Hooker had visa issues in New Zealand because they have no freedom over there. Um, and then Nasrack Hackfrast had visa issues coming out of Germany, and he almost didn't get over. He, got, he flew in Thursday, which is the day we're recording this. And Dan Hooker got in Wednesday, I think. So, none of these guys have requested, um, oh, like, a like a, just an open weight thing or a catch weight. They're still going 155. Respect to these guys, but I'm looking for Dan Hooker to get back on track here.
1: Nobody would – no fan would be angry if they missed weight. I, this should be at 165, 170. Eat like, I think – I think they're both probably really good professionals, so they might make the weight, but – um, yeah, I think Dan Hooker. This is a big moment in his career. He's got to win this fight. Back to back losses. I know he lost uh, to
0: <laughs> two title challengers,
1: two title contenders exactly, and probably the future champ, Encore. But uh, I think he wins this fight though against the uh, knockoff Kevin Gastelum.
0: Yeah, I think I think great value, Kelvin He He's a solid fighter. So he's very solid, but I think Dan Hooker is going to be too much for him. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I love Dan Hooker. Who doesn't love Dan Hooker?
1: I love the way he fights, dude. That fight against Poirier is one of the best fights
0: of 2020. Well, I think it's—it might be my favorite fight I've seen because it, it just—I a- can't believe some of those knees Poirier took and survived. Yeah, I can't believe one of them. They both came out alive. I don't. Um. Well, uh, I feel bad for those people in Australia, man. We'll, we'll talk about that after, but um. <laughs> This is also a big moment in this guy's this career. Is, Marlon Morais.
1: If you're a hardcore fan, this is the real main event of the night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Marlon Morais versus Marab dewalish Um Marlon Morais, it's been a rough going for him. He's on a three-fight skid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, losses to um, uh, Sanhagen and uh, Rob Font. Both brutal knockouts in the very quickly, yeah. And now, Dwalish Wheelie, who is probably the most conditioned athlete on this UFC roster, the guy will just grab you. I mean, this guy, I don't know how many takedowns he had against Cody Stamen, but it was a lot. Let's let's take a look at the big board here. Um, come on, there we go. He had five takedowns, but he seemed like he had ages of control time. This is make or break for Marlon Moraes. as I said. Breck, what do you have to say about this fight?
1: I agree. I mean, Moraes Mar- has lost to the best of the best competition. I mean, we can't forget he knocked out Aljo. So he has done that. But my boy, Mayrab trained out here on Long Island. Long Island guy now, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get the win. I think I saw a stat the other day that was pretty crazy. It was like I think he's the fastest guy to like 50 takedowns or something in the UFC through yeah. 10 minutes or whatever. And I mean, his stand-up looked great in his last fight against um. Oh, uh, who's that guy? He looks Cody like- Stamen Cody Stamen Cody Stamen looks like Drew Dover a little bit, but um, <sighs> uh, when I saw him fight, I was like, that's Drew Dover. But uh. I Think Mayrab wins because I think on the feet it'll be close, but I think Mayrab won't want to keep it on the feet forever and just take him down.
0: Nah, it'll be a gut out, but I, mom Rice, I mean, he, he's coming with everything to lose.
1: He is, I mean, does he get cut if he loses this fight?
0: No, he doesn't get cut. Robbie Lawler should have been cut already. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, to, to the main card, opening up the main card. I I think this might be a murder by Andrade. Andrade versus Cynthia Calvillo. Here's how I view flyweight. Valentina's far and above everybody else. Then it's Andrade. Then a big gap. Then everybody below Andrade. Um, Andrade got uh, absolutely wrecked in her last fight by Valentina Shevchenko, which none of us expected it to be that bad, I don't think. Um, Calvillo, she's coming off a loss to and if I'm not mistaken. Um, So it's... It's it's been rough for both of these women as of as of late, but hey, winner gets the next title shot? Question mark?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I mean I I think you are correct. I think Andrade just takes her down ground and pound first round TKO, but uh I don't really have much more to add than I think Andrade by murder.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh Andrade, like body shot, drops Calvillo and then it, it, it's, just, it's just done from there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two big boys going at it. Uh, Rosen strike versus Curtis, Curtis Blades. Jorgin, Jorginho, uh coming off a TKO win against uh, Augusto Sakai. And then Curtis Blades um, coming off a fatality after he died on the mat against uh, Derek Lewis. Um, I, I heard uh, his ghost is walking around the apex. It's not... It's not Curtis Blades. Wow. Um, I know. Uh, Breck, what do you – is this even a fight? Because Curtis Blades is dead. You know what?
1: I haven't thought about it until you just said it, but you're right. Is this really Curtis Blades? Is he also in the shadow realm? Is this just the projection?
0: We need to confirm with Daniel.
1: We need to confirm with Daniel. He would know. He would see him in there. But uh, this is another big career fight, like the trajectory of your career type fight. Like, whoever wins this fight is going to have big matchups soon. Could, you know, a couple wins get to the title. I mean, Blades coming off. I mean, if you look at who Blades has lost to, he's only lost to Derek Lewis and a gun, right? Yeah. I mean, he's only lost to like the top the best, guys. the best guys. So is, I mean, Jarzinho lost to. Um, and Ngan. Ganu
0: and Ngan. Gun.
1: Yeah. So, I mean,. Big fight. Um, You got to think Curtis Blades uh, wants to go heavy wrestling, but then again, maybe he's like gun shy because of the Derek Lewis thing. Because Blades does like kind of telegraph his takedowns a little bit. But uh, yeah,
0: that's why he got killed by Derek Lewis.
1: It's an interesting fight, man. If if I had to like choose the prospects of both guys, I think Jarzino has a better chance at winning a title than Blades.
0: Yeah, but I, here's the thing. Whoever wins this fight, it's going to be determined where the fight is. If Strike keeps it on the feet, I mean, Rosa might is one of the top strikers in the heavyweight division because of his kickboxing background. And if Blades, you know, shoots a blast double and gets it, you're going to the ground. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So depending where this fight stays, I don't know whom to pick because I – Has Strike really ever fought anybody that t- just tends to take you down? Um, not that I can think of.
1: I think of not like a wrestler as good as Blades. Though.
0: Yeah. So I'd like to see the first three minutes of this fight. Then choose, but if I had to choose right now, I'm going Curtis Blades.
1: I want to go Curtis Blades because, like, if you choose wrestling versus striking, who wins? Wrestling most. Like, I mean, striking. You know, it's it's back and forth, but you'll always choose the wrestler over the striker if they can take them down. But I'll just go with Jarzino because I think the guy's more talented than Blaze.
0: All right, to the people's main event: Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler.
1: I this, lied. Uh, you're right. Mar- Marab is like the co-main. This is the this is the main event.
0: It's the people's main event. Nick Diaz returning to the octagon for the first time in nearly six years. No, over six years, rather. Um, yeah and Robbie Lawler, um, former UFC welterweight champion on like a four-fight skit or something like that, but these two guys have come back to give the people what they want. The former Strikeforce champion versus the former UFC champion. Breck, what do you have to say about this bout?
1: I love this fight. I have a dread, you know, like a fear that we're going to get two old men that are going to really put on a bad fight but knowing these two I think they'll they'll have a good scrap. There's a lot of things going into this fight like the whole Nick Diaz interviews in the last two days have been pretty pretty interesting. He's basically said what every fighter probably thinks but just never says. Like yeah. i don't really like the fight and this isn't fun or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's so tough to call man cuz Nick Diaz's last wins against BJ Penn like a decade ago. And then Robbie Lawler hasn't thrown a punch in his last three fights. I mean, his last fight in twenty twenty, he literally threw like ten punches the entire fight.
0: Let's check up on that. Let's see how many uh, punches Lawler threw against Neil Magny. I think he might have been Magny. Yeah. Dude, speaking he- of, speaking of Neil Magny, why the hell does uh, what's his face Gilbert Burns want to fight this guy? Stay
1: active, probably.
0: All right. So Lawler threw sixty two punches, but landed forty one. That's over. Or was that Covington? Because I, I bet you Covington did not let him get too many strikes off. I think he
1: threw more against Covington. Because it was five rounds, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Covington barely threw. But the the, the Magni fight, he threw like what? Basically he threw 20 punches around?
0: Yeah, it was bad.
1: And he got taken down a couple times, so. I have no idea what this – I mean, I think you could agree the consensus among the people, most people, is they want Nick Diaz to win because if he wins, he might get like a top five guy right away. Or
0: title shot.
1: Or title shot. So that's how big the name Diaz is. But um, I have no idea what the thing – and all the people like on Twitter that are – like you see that video of like the shadow boxing – yeah. There's then people like, oh, God, this is like Evander Holyfield 2.0. It's like nobody basically ever looks good in those things.
0: No. <laughs>
1: it's not a real fight. The only person I've, like, I saw that someone commented that I agree with, the person who looks great shadow boxing, like, out of everybody, is P- is Piotr Yad.
0: You mean Ben Askren? Oh, huh.
1: <laughs> He's a close second, but. I mean, it's shadow boxing. It's not a real fight. But both guys almost 40 it's like a retirement fight almost but uh i don't know man who do you who do you got
0: if nick diaz's cardio is on point i'm taking nick diaz if not i'm going ruthless robbie by a check left hook or something then we get the trilogy fight if robbie wins i kind of agree that that's how it goes
1: but, like, his cardio has not really failed him in the past.
0: No, but it's been six years since he's fought.
1: That's true. I think he's been doing, like, triathlons in that time.
0: Yeah. So, who knows? I'm, I'm going Nick by submission. Screw it. Why not?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of want to go that, too. I'll go Nick TKO again 20 years later. Who cares?
0: Uh, dude, can you imagine how nuts the T-Mobile arena will get? Oh, it, It'll go crazy. A fight that nobody's looking at. Uh, Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. Uh, um, all right, let's just get right into predictions. We know exactly what's going to happen. Valentina Shevchenko by knockout. What do you have to say?
1: Valentina Shevchenko, second round knockout, third round knockout. She maybe gets around – maybe the first round's a little competitive, but then head kick over. I,
0: I don't know if you saw the embeddeds, but – if you looked at Lauren Murphy on the pads, that hand speed just isn't there. No, she's got some power, but like you just said, Valentina's too gonna be too fast.
1: And then if she tries to take Valentina down, good luck. Andrade is an amazing wrestler, jujitsu practitioner, got destroyed. So
0: I, I remember you and I said the best chance Andrade has at beating Shevchenko is to take her to the ground.
1: <laughs> I know, we were so wrong. It's unbelievable. Like, well, this is the only way to victory. Just, nope. But... uh, uh-huh. I mean,
0: Latino- I'm looking for a, a body kick. That's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Or, like, a, just any, any, any type of strike is going to win this fight for her. But she's so good everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, any combination, any, anything on the ground, anything standing... She's better. I'm more interested to see if, when she wins, who she calls out. Because it's like, the names
0: are getting they're getting thin. I'll call out two of you and fight me at once.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that would be fair, almost.
0: No, like, it wouldn't if, almost be if fair. If it would be fair.
1: If wins, they have to book the Nunes. They ha- if Nunes and Shevchenko win that fight
0: has to happen.
1: No, I mean, they're both good. Can, can we agree Juliana Payne is like just speaking out of pocket all the time? Bum. Like, just, I don't even know what she's on about, but... She's scared to fight me. No, she's not. Stop. I mean, she's not scared of... I mean, she could probably beat up men in her weight class pretty badly.
0: Oh, that's very debatable.
1: You you don't think unranked guys in the 145 Nunes could beat up? I think she could.
0: No, no. She'd get killed.
1: I think she could beat up some guys,
0: but... Uh, I doubt that, but... This is awesome. People are overlooking this fight, I think. I mean... Bulk versus Ortega, by the way.
1: Yeah, the, the fake main event. This isn't the real main event, by the way. Um, the, some some quasi-main event. This is like Fugazi main event. The real main event, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. But uh, <laughs> I, I love walking in this. I mean... Volkanovski, over two fights against Max Holloway, absorbed like 200-something strikes. And then one fight against Max Holloway, Ortega absorbed 400-something strikes. So, I mean, that just shows you the levels to this. And I understand Brian Ortega's gotten better since then. He looked great against the Korean Zombie. And I just think Volk's too big. I think he's too strong. I think he's better everywhere. And I think, you know, everybody keeps saying... Like if if Volk takes him down, you know Ortega is gonna pull a, pull a guillotine and submit him. It's like yeah, Volk's not gonna let him just just get the neck like that easily.
0: No, and, I, if, if Volk's wrestling is Greco, so he's not gonna shoot a blast double. He's gonna grab you and toss you.
1: He's gonna toss you. He's gonna ground and pound you. And I mean, dude, this guy. I mean, people. You can argue Max won the second fight, but it was really close. So I think Volkanovski and Holloway are levels above this, the rest of this division, and I think we will see the, the champ retain. And, I mean, another thing we're talking about before this, Ortega was saying how the Max Holloway fight, like, the week before, he was, like, out partying clubs and stuff leading up to the fight, and he said in the press conference yesterday that he was going to maybe do the same thing this week, but then Tracy Cortez, like, advised him against it. So your head's not really... It's, is it really on winning the belt? You know what I mean?
0: He's lucky I mean, he got Tracy in his corner.
1: Yeah, exactly. If, if he didn't, uh, he would have probably gone out. and I don't know. Or, oh, Volkanovsky was saying how like unprofessional he was, and maybe he's right a little bit of it. You know, maybe a little bit of him is right, but I think he smashes Ortega, man. I think in the third round, it's, it's over. TKO. Ground and pound.
0: The only way I could see... Uh... Ortega taking this fight <laughs> is if, let's say, Volk slips on a kick or something, and then Ortega just takes top control. He's
1: on the ground and he gets caught in a darse or, or a rim, um, a choke or something, Ortega can win. But the champ's the champ for a reason. And...
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going Volk. Uh, brutal knockout in the fourth round.
1: I'm going Volk. Um, TKO third round. I think he's going to drop him with a body shot or something along those lines and just finish it off.
0: All right, so that's it for the preview. But we we got some things to hash out for the next 10 or so minutes. Um, John Jones, um, I don't know if you all saw pictures of him that he put on his Instagram story, but the dude is ripped at 260. He shouldn't gain any more weight, but he wants to get up to like 270, 275 and cut down to heavyweight. Breck, uh, look. This isn't smart. That's, it's it's scary, I think. It could go either way.
1: Agreed, but I think he's losing speed with this extra weight. I think he should be – like if he's moving to heavyweight, he should be at like 245, 250. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I think his advantage in the heavyweight division is is there's nobody, there's nobody better at wrestling. So why would you put on, I mean, I guess you could say, Oh, the extra weight, you know, lay on the, you know, when you're laying on the guy, it's a little tougher to get you off of him. But I think it's a big mistake if he fights at two sixty five when he's been a light heavyweight his whole career. I'm
0: just very interested to see, uh, look, I I think he's doing it right. He's, he hasn't fought in two one and a half years. going to be two years before he fights. It's kind of. He's obviously do, taking the time to do it right. So I think I trust John Jones. I mean, he's the best to ever do it. I mean, this dude did cocaine and partied a week before his fights, and he still won. So
1: that's a younger John Jones. That's not a thirty-five. You know, yeah, 30. but this
0: is a wise John Jones.
1: Wise John Jones is great, but like, when you're a little slower because of the extra weight against an Engano. Uh, then he lands.
0: Yeah, but Ganu's not fast.
1: Dude, he still lands.
0: I understand, but uh, John Jones, heavyweight champ, twenty twenty
1: two. I don't know if we're ever gonna see him at heavyweight, to be honest. I'm like kind of skeptical now.
0: Well, his representative said they're he's confident that the Ganu Jones fight will get done after talking to Dana. So
1: but then how did that fare to Cyril Gunn?
0: Well, John Jones is the greatest light heavyweight of all time. Just give him the title shot.
1: I agree. But they've offered him the shot and he has turned it down. So I just I don't know, man, the the more time he spends away from the the octagon, I don't like I don't like his chances at heavyweight.
0: Yeah, but I'm in, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I yoked John Jones. I want to see that. John jo- uh, Joe Rogan's going to be dreaming about this all night. Speaking of Joe Rogan, thank God he's not on the commentary desk this time. I know
1: time. You take that back right now. I, I will not stand for this heresy. All this heresy on Twitter, and on Instagram, and on all these apps. Joe Rogan. When I think of UFC, I think of "Oh, he's hurt! He's hurt!" When there's like a, just a basic one-two. Okay, that's what I think of. Okay. It's not. A, it's not a great UFC event if you're like at the fridge getting like a drink, and you hear "Oh, oh, he's hurt!" and then you run to the TV and the guy's standing up completely normal. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of Ro Jogan.
1: I love. Him. But I mean, don't get me wrong. The commentary team for this fight will be very good. Uh, so, uh, we
0: need, we need, we need Fitz, Fitz Bisping, and Felder for one.
1: They deserve one big one. You know what I mean? They're so fun. <laughs> they have good chemistry.
0: Yeah. Um, one more thing, because uh, I got work in like ten minutes. Um, but Misha Tate versus. Uh, whatever her face was. I don't know who she, she was going to fight, but cancel because Misha Tate testifies for COVID-19. Guys, get your shot. Breck, what were your thoughts?
1: Um, they'll just push it back. Yep. Um, I don't really have any other thoughts about that. All
0: right. Do you have any final thoughts about anything that we've discussed or anything you want to bring up?
1: A few, few things. Robert Whitaker posted a photo saying January. Yes. Very exciting. Um. Brian Boom-Kelleher versus Sugar Sean is like in the works, supposedly. That'll be fun. That would be fun. And then, what was the other one I wanted to point out? Um, uh, Jorge Masvidal, Leon Edwards.
0: Oh, yes. Supposedly
1: supposedly in the works.
0: Leon Edwards is terrible. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, He is... You can't like this guy.
1: I I don't know. If you like this guy, (laughs) it's unbelievable how he has fans. He... Is maybe like he needs to fire his agents and hire a good manager or somebody and have them talk for him because every time he talks, I'd like him less.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of English people, Darren Till, um, I just because we didn't discuss this, I think he's got to come to America. There's no other chance, There's no other possible way he can get a title shot if he doesn't come to the U.S.
1: He's got to pull Bisping. Bisping came to America, got better the thing about coming to america that the uk fighters might have some good wrestlers but they don't have the volume of good wrestlers you know what i mean like they might have a few good wrestlers but they don't have uh, you know lines out the door wrestlers you go to like american top team they'll bring in 50 d1 you know what i mean like wrestlers it's, it's unbelievable
0: yeah Darren, please come to america we want to see you win a title
1: yeah, and it's like Leon Edwards is like, oh, I thought in this sport you win fights and you get a title shot, dude. You, I posed below Muhammad. You probably would have beat below Muhammad, but you wouldn't have knocked him out. It wouldn't have looked impressive. And then you beat up Nate Diaz, who almost knocked you out in the fifth round. What do you? No one fight?
0: remembers you fighting Nate, Nate Diaz. No, oh, only people uh, except the knockout. Him. Except almost, the almost knockout. Almost knockout. Only
1: thing people remember. Remember. So it's like Leon Edwards, fight Jorge Masvidal. If you win, you'll probably get a title shot. Please stop talking in the media.
0: Exactly. That's a good note to end on. Leon Edwards sucks. Breck. Um, but you know what? I'll take that back. Leon Edwards does not suck as a fighter, but his management is terrible. Fighter.
1: He's a great fighter.
0: He's a fantastic that's fighter.
1: That's the thing that's frustrating. It's like, dude, you got to you know, hire like a PR firm or something to do all your work for you. It's, it's, stop talking.
0: Yeah. All right, Breck. Uh, final word?
1: Uh, Nick Diaz Army. Let's go.
0: Nick Diaz Army, guys. All right. That'll do it for us here Throne Hands. We'll see you for the review. Bye.